We got more coming right now. Maybe, maybe I should have cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> There's more coming. There's more coming. See? We're gonna get gonna get a little sort of a session going here. It is a session. A bit of a session. <laughs> a session that will feature the rhythm section. Yeah, the the rhythm section will be featured. Um, welcome it's to Grown important. Up. Yeah, Grown Up Punk. It is important for sure. Uh, we're doing things a little bit different. Uh, I titled this episode. Um, what did I title it? Oh, subject matters. Because what's happening first? I guess first and foremost, um, I got Tim from Red Weather hanging out. And he agreed to do this. He agreed to be, I guess, my test subject, my guinea pig, however you want to phrase it. But we're going to play a little game. And so first, Tim, how's it going, man? Good. We um, cannot complain. Cannot complain. You were on the show a little while ago. I don't know how long ago exactly. Uh, but we, we were talking. about a year. Yeah, we were talking about your band, Red Weather. And we, I think I, if I recall, I got you to pick some songs that influenced you as a band yes and then talked about some of your songs as well um, yeah i think it was three songs that influenced yeah, that sounds three right. songs of ours yeah what great. i remember most about that interview is we had a deep bond and connection just over some of these songs in different bands and we talked absolutely for a little while about coming back on the show and uh and and just listening to music and talking about music and so that's that's what we're doing sort of because like i said it is a little bit different um I really restrained myself with this episode because, as I mentioned, the title is Subject Matters, and this this all spawned from listening to a song that I realized had a very niche connection, uh, subject-wise, to another song, which those two songs are on this episode. We're not going to kick it off with those, but uh, and, it, and it got me thinking, like, how many songs can I find where, you know, just in pairs, they're kind of singing about the same niche subject, or some of them I, I did kind of stretch a little bit where it's using a very specific metaphor, uh, you know, because in music, they, we, we, we write songs about we got love songs, we got breakup songs, we got political songs. I should say that was refused, by the way, that we uh, kicked the show off with uh, Liberation Frequency, and it is tied into eventually what'll be the last song on the episode um, because I wanted to just kind of put it all together with a bow. But so how this is going to work ends. is... Yeah, bookends, exactly. I have not <laughs> told you a single song that we're playing outside of the one I just mentioned that we already played. Um, we're going to listen to the songs and your goal is to then guess what that niche topic or metaphor or whatever was in those songs. And some of them will be very easy and then some of them might not be as on the nose but i mean when i listen to them i go oh well if this is obvious but but i mean is someone coming into this with absolutely no idea what you're going to hear <laughs> it's maybe not as obvious so it's a lot of it's a lot of pressure man I'm it is do my a lot best. of pressure it is a lot <laughs> of pressure um but yeah we all we're also going to uh, at some point in the episode get into you guys just released a new song a new single uh and we are going to get into it later in the episode i will you know pre-warn pre-tease everybody however i want to put this it's an absolute banger of a song uh and it's what made me go i gotta get tim back on the show because i want to i want to listen to this song talk about this song because it's real good so we're going to get into it a little bit later in the show um but in the meantime should we get into our first uh, so we're going to play these I'll, how we'll do this is i'll play each pair of songs and then we'll come out and and talk about them and see if you can a it might be fun to see if a you can figure out who the songs are by the artists and then b obviously what they're the niche kind of connection is. Does that sound good? 
Let's do it. All right, man. Okay, so this is the first uh, first batch of songs. Let's uh, go.
lights in my bedroom Trying to light the perfect sun to sing to you I spent days and nights in my bedroom Trying to light the perfect sun to sing to you Write a song a day but she won't like it anyway Back to the drawing board with the ones you find a million times Can you figure it out? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with writing about writing. Writing about writing. You nailed it. Uh, <laughs> do you know who the who the bands were? So the first one, I'm like ninety percent sure it's the Cooties. Nailed it. Okay. The second one, I know. I know the bands, and and the name. I didn't listen to them a lot, but the name yeah. that keeps popping up in my head is Messed. Is nailed that right? It. You did it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the first song, The Cooties, is called Blank, which is the... So it's great, because I'm pretty sure, if I recall, that also opens off their record, uh, Let's Play House. It's the opening track on that record. And then... So it's an entire song about writing a song. Whereas, like, Messed, Drawing Board, the song we just heard, uh, it's a little less entirely about a song, but obviously the chorus is about... He just sings about writing a song that the band's not going to like or the girl's not going to like and... You know, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, both of those records I've spent a fair amount. That's the only messed record I've really spent a fair amount of time with. It's their, I guess it's not their first one. It's like, cause I think they had, you know, like a shitty, you know, like local kind of record before. Whereas like mm -hmm. that was, I think their first real record, um, with like, what's the dealio and stuff on it. I think their first maybe music. I forgot video. about that. Yeah. yeah it's catchy. Yeah. I'll have to it go is. back and listen to that though. Yeah. Well, and it's, <laughs> and it's just like the production on that record is just shiny. So if you, you know, you want something that's, do you know who produced it? I th I'm going to guess John Feldman. Okay. I think is I, who produced it, but it could be a Feldman record. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, now, now I want to look it up. Um, mass so, Wikipedia. Oh, go ahead. So the, the cuties, they were one of those like MXPX yeah. related bands, right? Yeah, so so Mike's not singing on that song. Um, well, I mean, maybe he's singing backup, but like Mike, uh, lead singer of MXPX, does sing in that band. By the way, that messed record. Oh yeah, wasting time is what it was called. Oh, it doesn't have a Wikipedia page. What the hell? I wanted to click on it to see who produced it. Um, <laughs> whatever, it's too much work. Uh, but yeah, the Cooties record. So uh, yeah, it's an MXPX side project, um, and the. In, in the very first line of that song, I forget the name of the guy who's singing that, but he says, me and Tom sat down one night. Our goal was yeah. to write a song. So Tom obviously plays guitar and MXPX plays drums in the cooties. Um, so kind of, kind of, I was, I was like a song where they name drop members. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was, you, you, so you got the first one. Like I said, some of these are going to be pretty easy and on the nose. Uh, this one, this next batch of songs, I'll say this before playing them. This is the pair of songs um, that... I, you know, kind of inspired this whole episode. Maybe it would have made sense to start with it, but I didn't. Um, so yeah, we're going to, we're going to listen to It's good to start with an, an easy one. Just so yeah. That, yeah. Mm, this one built my confidence a little bit before you crush it. <laughs> so what I'll say about this group of songs, this pair of songs, um, if you pay attention, they like, there are, there are lines that are in, you know, from one song to the next that are in there and, there's there's names whatever like so it is very obviously about the same the same thing the question will be whether or not i guess 
you're familiar with the subject matter or the story to be able to pick up on that. But anyway, okay. um, so these these are the songs.
figure it out. <laughs> so, I know the the second band is the world is a beautiful place. Yes, <clears throat> I had I don't know the first song, um, and I had trouble picking out some of the lyrics. But I'm yep. going to guess that it's about Diana the Hunter, based on what I do know of the second song. Yes, yeah. So. The first song was by a band called Less Art, and the song is called oh, okay. Diana the Huntress. Um, nice. So it's very on the nose. And yeah, The World is a Beautiful Place, January 10th, 2014, which is one of my all-time favorite songs, I think. It's so good. Um, probably a highlight for me as far as doing this show is concerned is having Chris Teddy on the show and talking in depth about that song and That's how much awesome. it blew my mind. But I do... Enjoy so less art, I believe, is a side project of Thrice or some of the members of Thrice. Yeah, uh, which uh, I the, the brothers, I think. Now okay. that you mentioned that, yeah, yeah, um, Ry- uh, Riley and I forget his brother's name, Breckenridge. Hey, me too. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was someone had recommended listening to it, and I forget why this came up. Like it was on social media, they messaged me, uh, and I, I don't remember why we were talking about it but maybe it was because of another band i was talking about so they recommended them and when i saw that song title i was like oh hold up a minute i gotta listen to this so i really love how there are because so there are lines that are kind of the same like in both songs um you know they talk about a line where she says i am an instrument uh and just like these different different things because uh it's i i want to say that's from a letter that the person claiming to be uh, Diana Hunter of bus drivers is what she referred to herself as, uh, which the story there is that um, just for those who, who are unaware is that, and I'm reading this directly from a stereo gum article that says, um, so it says uh, January 10th, 2014, the lead single from the world is a beautiful place. And I'm lo- no longer afraid to die. Sophomore album, harmlessness uh, extrapolates two mythologies. The first Diana Hunter of bus drivers, the true story of a lone individual taking action in response to decades of sexual violence on the women of Juarez, Mexico at the hands of the city's late night bus drivers. And then it gets into the, uh, uh, the, I guess it's a uh, Diana Artemis, I think Greek mythology. Anyway, um, you know, kind of the mythology behind that. But that that particular story about, you know, in Juarez, Mexico, is like the first time I heard January 10th, 2014, I was like, what is going on in this song? And so getting to dive into that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to go do a deep dive. That's really interesting. Yeah, well, it's so wild that like, I mean, it's, it's, it's an intriguing story and I don't know if they were, if both bands were inspired because I guess uh, This American Life had an article which is which in, which is what inspired the world is a beautiful place to write their song i don't know what inspired less art like how you know they kind of if it was the same article or just a different article whatever the case may be uh it's still fascinating um subject matter i suppose like and that's obviously uh an interesting place to start on this uh <laughs> this episode where i was like you know what this works for me. It's so niche that, you know, it's going to, it's going to send me down a rabbit hole. Oh, and I did want to. I'm just to, glad I was close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you got it. I mean, essentially you nailed it. Um, outside of knowing who the first band was offhand, I guess. But, uh, and I did want to jump back. I, I happened to look up that John Feldman did produce Wasting Time by Mest. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's who did it. That makes and, sense. Yeah, and I first... looked up that it's Eddie is the other brother. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Riley and Eddie. <laughs> We're doing all sorts of research on the fly. This is perfect. Um, 
Okay, so this next uh, pair of songs, A, one of them is really short. Um, so B, you're going to obviously guess again, bands, subject matter. But there's also another link between these two bands, and I'm very curious to see if you can uh, if you can figure it out. But um, besides that, oh, I'm just going to check something first. Yeah, we're good. Okay, besides that, let's get into it. go with songs about coffee yeah <laughs> songs about coffee okay can you name I, the artist i do know the last the last one was the descendants Correct. i don't know the first band so the first band um 
was a band by the name of Shorthanded. They were signed to Tooth and Nail in the early 2000s. And that came up. We recently um, played one of their songs on an episode that I recorded uh, a few weeks ago. But, uh, and we were talking on that episode about how, you know, whatever happened to that band. Well, it turns out they're still together. That song just came out, I think, earlier this year or late last year, one or the other. and they're, or, or I should say back together, writing songs about coffee. Um, can you guess the third, I guess the, the second link between those two songs? It's a really tricky one. Um, beyond coffee. Hmm. So the, is that, this link, is not, oh, not lyrically speaking? Not lyrically. No, not lyrically. Yeah. I mean, I can just tell you. It's uh, a pretty sweet uh, one. Let me guess. One of them is the kid of the descendants. <laughs> that would be great. Um, no, but it's Bill Stevenson drumming on both of those songs. Oh, dope. Yeah. That's so cool. shorthanded uh, have definitely been, I want to say they've been fairly, I don't know if they've been fairly open or if they've just like gotten those kind of, um, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Those kind of comparisons to like the sound of descendants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've, in, in the episode that we did that they were last featured on was actually all projects done at the blasting room. So, uh, obviously they were back at the blasting room this time around. Um, but yeah, that, like, like I said, some of these are on the nose as far as, uh, what the subject matter is. This next batch of songs is not on the nose. Uh, and I will be surprised. I I'm just, just to give you the benefit, <laughs> I will be surprised if you can pick this one up um, okay. because it is, it's a bit of a stretch, but I, I mean, whatever, we'll see. We'll see. I will also be very surprised if you can name, you can for sure name the first band, but whether or not you can name the second band is if you do mind blown, that's all I will say. <laughs> um, so yeah, but anyway, Descendants and uh, I should say uh, shorthanded, the song was called Arabica, which Obviously, we're talking about coffee beans. That was the shorthanded song, anyway. But yeah, let's. Uh, I think we can get into the next batch of songs. I I don't know if you keep noticing, but every time I play music, I like bend over because I got to turn a heater on because it's so cold <laughs> in my room right now. So I'm like sometimes just getting through talking so I can turn my heater back on because <laughs> I'm getting cold. Um, but yeah, let's uh, get into this next batch of songs. And like I said, um, if you get some of this, I will be absolutely blown away. Now the lounge is full of farmers for the seven. Yeah. 
Any guesses on those ones? Okay, so I took notes on this one. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wanted to get it right. I, I don't know. Um, I know that the first band's The Weaker Thans. Nailed it. Iconic voice. I love, yes. I love uh, Left and Leaving is one of my all-time yeah. favorites. Yeah, it's yeah. on my, my list. Um, so I think I caught in the second song, End of the Rink. You did, but they, yes. I thought it was Ring at first, but then no, so they, ring, said, yeah. they said Frozen Lake, which made me think maybe like hockey. Yeah. Or the Olympics. I heard like 1962 winners in the first song. Yeah. So that's kind of where my my brain's at right now okay so you're you're close you're on the right (laughs) track so this why i said this one would be a little bit difficult uh is because they're not both about the exact same thing uh although similar you could you could almost there there are a number of lyrics in that second song that you could almost make it about the same thing as the first one but slight difference so anyways the the niche thing here is using uh popular canadian sports as a metaphor for a relationship. So the first one was the weaker thans tournament of hearts, which uses the sport of curling as a, uh, a metaphor for his relationship. And the second song was by the band, the tragically hip. And the song is the lonely end of the rink, which uses hockey as this metaphor for, for a relationship. But they do. It's funny. Cause in both songs, they do say rink and they both paint pictures of like snowy drives home uh, mm-hmm. So, which is very fitting that I mentioned the heater right beforehand. Yeah, really? like, oh, it's all very cold and fitting. How very Canadian of you. <laughs> yeah. And so both those bands are Canadian, obviously the weaker than John K. Sampson. Yeah. Uh, and then the tragically hip are interesting because they're by no means connected to the punk scene. Uh, I do believe. Uh, so, so um, Gord Downey, the lead singer of the tragically hip, uh, he did sing. He, he kind of has a little bit of connection in the sense that, he did sing a song on City and Colors' uh, second record, Bring Me Your Love. Uh, he's on the song, I think it's called The Sickness or The Sleeping Sickness. Uh, and then I also believe he sang on a song on a fucked up record. Um, so, I mean, he does have some connection to yeah. to the punk world, uh, but as a band, not not connected really at all. Yeah. Uh, I haven't but, really listened to them much, but now I want to. <laughs> yeah, and so, I mean, they're they're an interesting case because growing up in Canada, I was always kind of like, especially growing up in Canada, listening to, you know, like punk, hardcore, post-hardcore, all that kind of stuff. I was always avoiding listening to them because they were like the band that was like all over rock radio in Canada and they'd play it. You know, it's fitting. They'd play at every hockey game you went to. Like they were just that band, right? Like, um, but as I grew older, there's something very, uh, very, powerful about them in the sense that Gord Downey is a songwriter. And this is, uh, John K. Sampson has said this in the past, as far as an influence is like Gord Downey would write songs just about Canada. And it could be about, you know, like bigger events that happened in Canada, or it could be about some small town in Canada, which John K. Sampson took that as inspiration saying, it's okay to sing about where you're from. And obviously John K. has taken that to a whole nother you know, level yeah. sort of thing. But, uh, so I've always, uh, kind of appreciated that sort of crossover, you know, kind of reference type thing. Um, and yeah, I can, I can hear the first time I actually really listened to the weaker thans, I was a little bit 
put off by them because they have songs where like this reminds me of the tragically hip and at that time i was like i i can't like the <laughs> tragically hip you know i there's i had one record of theirs um back in the day that i liked and the rest i was like oh it's just always on the radio and annoying and whatever but as a as a grown well, adult their, na- their name is perfect then the exactly hip. yeah yeah as a grown <laughs> adult i've come to appreciate what they what they've what they were able to do over their career but um yeah so that was that was a little interesting one and and i mean i picked the tragically hip because on these episodes i also like to kind of take you know a bit of a moment where we kind of like pull back a little bit from you know like the skate punk and the harder stuff and whatever to sort of and i mean obviously the weaker thens fit in that with their direct tie to punk and hardcore but uh a bit of a different spin so because this next song as well is a bit you'll hear it in a second uh definitely a little bit um of a change of pace and i'll say this i've heard someone or maybe multiple people you know kind of compare the tragically hip to being like canada's bruce springsteen in Mm. like writing songs you know kind of like for the people by the people type thing but also like pretty successful on the radio you know that kind of thing and this next band that we're going to get into uh actually definitely has a sound influenced by uh by bruce springsteen so we're uh we're just going to jump right into it and let's see if you can if you can pick up the common thread between these two songs Most noble endeavor 
What are your guesses? I'm going to have to go with red weather. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, you are correct. Were you familiar (laughs) with that first song? So, yes, Um, obviously, because it shares the name of my band. But yeah, um, we actually named ourselves that in 2018. And I think this song came out a couple years later. So we were like, oh, dang it. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny (laughs) because the the first time I searched you, yeah, because it came out in 2020. Um, So the first time I searched your band up on, by the way, that was Chamberlain with the song Mm -hmm. Red Weather title track off their record red weather uh the first time i looked you guys up that's what came up and i was like chamberlain was a band name that i was familiar with i can't say i've listened to them outside of that but they are i guess they formed out of like a a mid early to mid 90s hardcore band uh you know a bunch of guys that decided they didn't want to do hardcore anymore so they wanted to do springsteen music um (laughs) but uh no, that I I really like that song. I almost considered not putting it in though because it's like nearly six minutes long. Like, it <laughs> it's a good a, song. It is a good. I, song. I'd actually never listened to it before. I oh, was a, annoyed because of the, it existed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's fair. Uh, and then that second <laughs> song, you've kind of you know teased it, given away a little bit. Red Weather, your your band with your uh, new song, Start Again, which um, after you know like a six minute kind of rest period it's a good way to just like jump out of it with uh you know a nice a nice little uh banger if you want to call it that um let's talk about the new song a little bit can we sure okay so um i guess like how long has it been been in the works it's been a few years since your last record right the the full length that we talked yeah about. we put out a full length at the end of 2021 mm-hmm. um and we went through some changes oh hang on a second my dog's barking silly dogs <laughs> i didn't even hear your dog barking but it's okay we got room for dogs on this podcast all right cool um <laughs> yeah so 21 21 at the end i think like november we put out uh, a full-length record and then last year um mike who was our um, second singer and guitar player uh ended up moving so we spent a lot of time just writing and trying to find a new guitar player um we brought in ethan last summer uh, and kind of finalized some of the songs that um, we had been working on. And uh, I think it was the end of October we recorded this song. Okay. And so we've just been trying to put a bunch of content together uh, to do the content push right instead of kind of how we put out our our record and it just, you know, it was there and some people yeah. listened to it, but it kind of didn't gain a lot of traction. Um, but now it's there, so the people that are finding out about us now can go back and kind of have a bunch of content in the in the past that uh, is already out. So we're excited about that. But so I guess my question there would be: when you talk about that content push, doing it proper, what? Um, I guess what does that mean for you? What What do you change from last time uh, with so, the full length to this time? I feel like the era currently is kind of pushing singles um, and having like a two month push on a single and then release another single and do the same thing, Um, which is not like what you and I grew up with, which is like people, (laughs) they, they dropped albums and then you go out and buy albums. But now the, the streaming game is entirely different. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're giving it a shot. Uh, We're going to be doing probably four singles this year. Uh, then wrapping it all up in an EP with um, a couple other songs, either nice. acoustic versions or something like that. Right, right, right. So and we also. Uh, oh, go ahead. 
I was just gonna say we we also recorded a music video um, this time nice. around, so that's gonna be coming out in April. Okay, um, so pretty excited about I mean, that it, as well. Spoiler alert: It's April already. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it ah, is. it's April. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> in a couple of weeks. There you go. That sounds better. Um, so, so those other songs, the singles that are forth forthcoming, are they like? Have you started recording them? Are they recorded, or are they just? Is that just the plan? So uh, to, single to get in studio. Single number two, um, Will Beasley is mixing right now, and he'll be sending it off to Paul Levitt. Um, he's a guy that I worked with like All Time Low and stuff like okay. that. Um, yeah. So we've got some some names working on it this time yeah, around. Yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, that that song is uh, almost entirely done. So it's it's ready nice. to go. We've got two more ready to to get into the studio and record soon. So. Right on. Well, I mean, we're excited. Yeah, the new song is uh, I think it's pretty great. I, as soon as it came out. I listened to it probably, I don't do this too often, um, but I listened to it a few times, kind of back to back. So I'm like, oh, when that chorus kicks in, it's catchy, man. And uh, yeah, like it's, I mean, it's not just when the chorus kicks in, but it's a good chorus. And uh, I appreciate yeah, that. It's a, it's a great song. And I look forward to hearing, you know, kind of the the singles on the way, even though, as you mentioned, that's not the way you or I grow up, grew up, uh, you know. For sure. I, I'm looking forward. So I, I am, I guess, appreciative of bands though also kind of dabbling a little bit in going well there is you know that that kind of group or whatever of music fans that does still appreciate the album or an ep whatever however however it wants to come out so like to kind of still package it together with a little something extra to make it you know worth that time in the end i think that's pretty great too so um yeah it'll be it'll be a fun little year of red weather tunes every couple months (laughs) yeah we're excited there you go. Uh, let's get into our, our next batch of songs, shall we? These ones fit a little more stylistically, I think, uh, with your guys' sound compared to what we just heard. But uh, you ready for the next <laughs> couple songs? Let's do it.
months alone What about the next 50 years after that? I think I might get sick of myself about that one i'm gonna go with songs about hair <laughs> it was pretty pretty <laughs> obvious when it gets into uh the second song there um, <laughs> and how many times he rhymes the word hair with hair yeah. uh but can I, you I can it. you name the bands yeah actually so i've been putting together uh, a playlist on spotify just mm-hmm. to share under the band account um called emo adjacent volumes one through three currently right. and i've had yep. both of these bands nice. on there i have mercy and palette knife yeah um, and i think i actually had these songs definitely Hilarious. the the have mercy song <laughs> <laughs> i mean that is i mean i i love have mercy they're uh actually they released a record last year didn't they and i think i feel like they did and i feel like i kind of missed out on it coming out um whereas their record uh that came out in 2020 that uh, sounds right yeah yeah like i um i'm just looking i'm just trying to look here uh i re- i really enjoyed yeah because they had okay they released a self-titled record last year uh which i missed and then in 2019 they had the love life which i really enjoyed uh but that one that we just heard um it's called let's talk about your hair it came off the earth pushed back which is their debut full length at least i don't know if they had an ep or anything before that but oh yeah they had they did have an ep before that anyway that doesn't that doesn't matter but um also they released recently a cover of 1979 by smashing pumpkins and it is fantastic. Uh, no way. i haven't yeah. heard that I'm gonna uh, and then the um the palette knife song that comes off their album that came out this year uh which is called is it called new game yeah new game new um, game plus yeah yeah, new game. Am I supposed to say the plus? I don't know. It's th- sometimes. Yeah, it's a video game reference for okay, us nerds out there. Nice, nice. <laughs> when I mean, when I, you finish was... the game, you get to go to new game plus and play oh. it again with all the stuff that you've accrued from your first playthrough. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I mean, I knew it was a video game thing, but I didn't know specifically yeah. what the uh, what it kind of meant. So there you go, new game plus. Um, and the moment I heard that song, uh, that song is called "Weekend at Tony's." Uh, the way that how many times he uses the word hair to rhyme with hair, but just the like swing of it is what, you know, caught me. And, um, yeah, yeah, both those songs are, are fantastic. Let's talk about your hair was the first ever have mercy song that I heard. And there's a part where he kind of gets a little yelly in it where I was like, that's immediate. I was, I was hooked at that point, but, um, I almost like, 
it's possible. Do we only have, I think I've only got a few songs left. Uh, so, so I just tagged you in an Instagram story. And if you look, oh no, I don't, I've got, I've got five songs left. Uh, and if you look really close, it may, in fact, I'm not telling you to do this. I just realized right. I did this. It I will spoil it. for you what the next, uh, batch of songs <laughs> is. I was like, oh shoot. <laughs> if he looks close, he could definitely, definitely get some hints. But, zooming um, in right now. No, zooming in. Yeah. <laughs> Pinch and zoom all day long. Um, yeah, no, those both those songs fantastic, and the fact that they talk about hair, and I feel like I haven't looked closely into Weekend at Tony's by Palette Knife to see. Obviously, with Let's Talk About Your Hair by Have Mercy, the hair in the song is supposed to be like used as kind of like a metaphor for this relationship and the change, right? Like mm-hmm. that's occurred in 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 the people in the relationship. I don't know if that's the case necessarily with a Palette Knife song. Um, or what, but anyway, they're both singing about hair, which is kind of random yeah. and niche Nishi's a word. Anyway, let's get into this next batch of songs. I think you should for sure be able to get both of these bands. Right. One of them, definitely, but I think both of them. But anyways, let's get it.
Do you have any uh, any guesses there? I do, and I even know both of the bands. Yeah, I, I figured you would. <laughs> <laughs> so the theme is going to be Icarus. Correct. And the bands are Thrice and Hope's Fall. They are, yes. Which I haven't listened to that Hope's Fall record in probably since they came out. Um, but that was it's really good. Like it has aged well. Yeah, and it's um I would say it's kind of when that record came out, I would not be surprised if initially uh they they kinda lost some fans because it was a big shift from For sure. you know the satellite years that came before it. But mm-hmm. it It's a new new singer too, right? Well, they so it was, the, the, it was the same singer that was on the satellite years. Oh, okay. Um but I mean, the satellite years was a new singer from uh, No Wings to Speak of the EP that kind of introduced Hope's Fall to the scene, to the world, whatever. Um, but yeah, because like Satellite Years was a lot closer to No Wings to Speak of, and then A Types came out and were like, he's singing. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's not a whole lot of screaming on that record. It's mostly just him singing. And I remember at first being like, what is this? I don't understand what's going on. And then that record grew on me and grew on me and grew on me. And uh, that was one of the songs that definitely from the get-go, I was like, oh, it's, I mean, that chorus is super catchy. Um, For sure. But yeah, you, you got it right. Thrice, that was a uh, melting point of wax off of um, Artist in the Ambulance, and then which came out in 2003. And then 2004, Hope's Fall released A-Types with Icarus on it. And so, so fun Tim yeah. fact. Yeah, Tim um, fact. I was go. I was in a hardcore band, like a Christian hardcore band back in <laughs> like the I don't know, early two thousands or whatever. Yeah. And I, I also wrote a song about Icarus. Oh amazing. <laughs> it was called The Progeny Icarus. of Daedalus. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> it's not recorded anywhere, thankfully. Oh, that's too but, bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, that I mean I mean the you know, the myth of Icarus or whatever has been you know, referenced, I want to say many times over in music and stuff. It's kind of one of those ones where, um, I think it gets used quite often, but, but, uh, yeah, no, those are two, especially of that era, two of my favorite records, uh, that came out because I listened to the, both of those records on repeat and even like hopes fall magnetic North, the record that came, you know, after, uh, absolutely loved too. Um, yeah, man good picking it up i mean it was uh, in the in the hopes fall song he literally says icarus i don't know how many times so i was like if, if you kind of missed it or or you can even just take a guess and be like i'm gonna go with icarus because he says it an awful lot in that one whereas in the thrice yeah. song dustin doesn't mention icarus once right but he just talks about um about you know melting ball of how's the line go uh he's talking about wings and this melting ball of wax means nothing to me and whatever anyways he's yeah and talks about flying too close to the sun um yeah yeah pretty rad so this this next batch of songs this next pair of songs it's gonna be really obvious and i expect uh full points across the board on this one and if you if you fail me in any sort of way i'm gonna be incredibly disappointed Uh, but not we, as disappointed as I'll be in myself. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, we've only actually got three songs left though. So we're almost done. Uh, but yeah, if, if you've been playing along at home, I hope you've been keeping score and sending in your, 
your uh, your totals. I, I fully expect you to listeners to DM me your total scores when we're all said and done this yeah. episode. But um, and if you if you beat me, then I want to know that also. So. Yeah, there you go. You've done actually <laughs> remarkably well. I think I, I I'm think doing you, okay. I feel pretty good about myself. <laughs> yeah, like you you've I mean you've at least been able to name one of the two artists each time, and I want to say uh, you've gotten the thread in all of them, or at least like the, I mean, the, the weaker than tragically hip one was a bit, but again, it was like also a little bit not as on the nose because it was, you know, more of an idea, I suppose. But, um, but I think you've done pretty well. So this, this last one, that's why I'm saying if you don't get this one, I'm going to be very disappointed, uh, <laughs> because it says the theme of the next pair of songs in the very first line of each song. Uh, <laughs> but Anyway, uh, we're going to get into this, and then we've only got one song left, which actually ties back in, if you can think back to the original, the first song we played. But uh, here's, your, here's your second to last little bit of music. It's about time for a party at my house, and it wouldn't be the same without you. No, not at all. As I recall, you've got what I need. And don't forget that smile Plan on staying a while Till summer turns to fall As I recall You've got what I need Could there possibly be to do? 
girls try too hard Some girls try too hard And some girls try too hard To impress with the way that they dress With those things on their chest And the things they suggest to me I couldn't believe what this lady was saying The name she was dropping, the game she was playing She gave me this guy who now rides for black flies Now she's down with the wise one constructed This guy's now a bad lady called Davis And stay here and hate this We'll buy you more fake up perfect That's what takes us away I got it. It's parties. It? Yeah, it is parties. <laughs> and uh, MXPX and Blink-182. You nailed it. And I want to say those those two songs came out maybe a, a year or so apart, because I think the MXPX was 98 and Blink was 99. So That sounds right, yeah. yeah. So just proof that Blink was just lifting from MXPX this whole time. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, those... It's funny, because when putting, putting this list together, I should shout out... Um, Oh, talking records podcast because I was on their uh, their Instagram and they've got like this in their highlighted stories or whatever. Um, Jed's got this list or or like a bunch of stories where they're lists of songs about the same topics, mm-hmm. and so that one I don't know that both of those songs were on there, but songs about parties was on there, and I was like, ah, one of those for sure was, and I was like, I I got one. I got one. I can go off of that. So uh, I'm trying to think of any other, any of these other kind of songs were inspired by the lists he had, but he had quite a plethora of lists um, for songs that are about the same stuff. <laughs> yeah. I believe <laughs> which, it. Yeah. Which is fun. <laughs> it's fun, but um, no one's ever original about anything. So, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, this was, this was fun though, because putting the list together was a bit of a bit of a challenge. Um, and it, also kind of when when I'm doing these episodes, I like kind of like figuring out which songs kind of flow into each other, that sort of thing, like when grouping together. But, you know, playing this game, I sort of had no choice. <laughs> it was more just like, okay. all right, which one makes sense to put first? Right. And then we'll go from there, you know, sort of thing. But um yeah, no, it was it was fun putting the list together. And I'm I'm hoping that, you know, if it if listeners out there got any other sort of like niche little things that they've uh, you know, got two or more songs that are about the same thing. I'd love to hear from you. That's, that's fun too. Um, but yeah, we're, we're about to, we're about to wrap up. Uh, oh, I, I should ask MXPX or Blink-182. If you had to pick one or the other, who's it going to be and why? I'm going to anger a bunch of people, but MXPX all day long. Okay. I mean, that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Okay. So, so I guess, okay. So why, why MXPX over Blink-182? Um, I feel like they're slightly more mature than Blink. Okay. I mean, that's... plus I plus I just I grew up like in a Christian house and I was yeah. allowed to listen to MXPX. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that for sure, kind of 
I mean, that's fair. Like that's the main reason that I'm more familiar. Um, yeah. And by the time I was like, you know, in the, the age where I'd be listening to blank, like I had moved on to other genres and whatnot, I guess. Right. Too. Yeah. So, so to be, I don't know. they're both great. They're both influential in different yeah. ways. And similarly, like I, I also grew up where, you know, in a Christian household and like MXPX for me was like that first band. Uh, and I can remember when Blink released Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, I uh, told my mom that I got a censored version of the album, which like they released those, but I definitely <laughs> didn't, right? Like she didn't look at it, but I definitely told her, it's like, oh yeah, no, this one I bought for my friend, which was also partially true because I had picked up a copy for a friend and then picked up a copy for myself. But I told my mom that the copy that she saw was the one I picked up for my friend, you know, with the explicit lyrics on it or whatever. But, um, so, I mean, I was definitely in my household cranking MXPX a lot louder than I ever would have been cranking blink. For sure. I will say the thing is though, for me, when it comes to those two bands, I think MXPX kind of has a few more records that I would pass on listening to over Blink. I mean, this isn't the point of this episode. This is just, that's fair, you know, random tangent. But at the same point, like for me, like for instance, um, before everything and after, I can do without. And then like the self titled MXPX album, like the newest one that's been a few years out now, mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of like wishy washy on it. But at the same point, like Blink really. Uh, nine, I wasn't big on California was okay, but it wore out for me really quickly. Um, but like the rest of their library from dude ranch up until California, basically, like I could listen to those any day of the week. So here's a question. What's your, what's your favorite record from each of those bands? Okay. Um, so MXPX is, this is interesting. Like I, I would say hands down, it is slowly going the way of the Buffalo, which of course, party, my house be there came off of, Mm -hmm. uh, but I also really like Plans Within Plans. I yeah. think it's so good. And you talked about the, like, you feel like maybe MXPX is a bit more mature than Blink-182. That record especially, I listen to it and I go, man, there are some solid songs on there. Because I do think Mike can kind of get in his own way sometimes lyrically where I'm like, ah, eh, who says that? Right? right like, yeah. You know, that's like on the self-titled record. Is it Let's Ride? Is that the song where he's like talking about rolling around in this big ass van or whatever. Like who says that? (laughs) Right. Like, like it just sounds silly, but, um, as far as blink is concerned, I think this is maybe a bit of a weird answer. Um, I think take off your pants and jacket is like blink 182 at their pure pop punk best, but I probably listen to dude ranch more often. Uh, like I, I, there's just something about that record. I think that, that I love, but really, like I said, basically Cheshire cat, I can even listen to as well for the most part, but like dude ranch all the way up until California, I can get into any of those records. But what about you? What's your favorite from each? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Enema of the state for blank. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the um, one I can sing along to the most. So it's yeah. blank is weird in that regard for me. Yeah. Um, for MXPX, uh, it's, it's very close between life in general and Buffalo. Those are, those are very close for me. One's more nostalgia and one's more like, I think slowly going the way of the Buffalo is the better record. Yeah. But nostalgia wise, you know, the life in general holds a special place in my heart. Sure. And that's a funny thing with, um, 
with MXPX too, because like life in general, or sorry, slowly going the way of the Buffalo, uh, I definitely as an album, uh, like as a whole, enjoy more. But life in general has what I would probably say is my favorite MXPX song on it with doing time, that? doing time. Oh, that's yeah, a great like, song. Yeah. And, and I think that song is so ingrained in me because of the video. I just love the video, you know, and their little yeah. jam space, black and white, just super raw and them just, you know, freaking out. It's great. Uh, but yeah, both those bands, man, I'll, I'll go see both those bands any day of the week. Um, for sure. Yeah. So we're going to get into, okay. So if you re- recall back way back at the beginning of the show, uh, I opened it up with a song called uh, Liberation Frequency by Refused. And the whole reason I picked that song, I've, I've kind of stopped referring to these episodes. I used to refer to these episodes as Radio Radio, but now they're just kind of more the regular episode with all this music in it. So I just got to you know drop that for now. But um, so that kind of just told you a little bit. That song is about radio and more specifically like frequencies, airwaves, that kind of thing. Uh, and this last song is very specifically about radio and it actually, a nice little tie into our conversation we just had, it actually features Mike Herrera singing backup vocals on it. Um, so I'm just going to play the song and then we'll just kind of quickly say goodbye at the end of the song, um, to see, you know, I'm sure you can guess who this is, but then we'll, we'll, we'll say our goodbyes at the end if that works for you. So, uh, this is the last song, man, and uh, this has been fun. Hope you've been keeping track at home. Um, but this is your last. This is your last chance to dance.
can you name the band? It is the Ataris. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, go follow Tim and his band on Instagram and Twitter at RDWTHR, right? Yep. Is, Red is Weather Without All the Vowels. Yep. Yeah. Red it Weather is. Without All the Vowels, like a license plate. <laughs> um, exactly. And go follow us at Growing Punk Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That'll all be linked in the show notes. Uh, thank you for playing along. Thank you, Tim, for hanging out and uh, indulging my, I guess, uh, myself. I don't, I don't know. My, this was my, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, uh, anytime, man. This was this was a good time. And um always. Yeah, I guess with that, this is when we say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>